Yolda, welcome to Skeezy D's. Um, didn't really have a plan for today's episode, not like I usually have plans for episodes. Um, I guess today I'll talk about the privatisation of education and why that's a bad thing. So, news you probably haven't seen, um, but I don't know, you should check it out because it's kind of fun. Uh, <laughs> Sweden has finally announced that their charter school system is actually incredibly fucked and not good. Um, not all of what Sweden's education ministry is doing at the moment I support, um, but <laughs> oh boy, um, it's not good. It's not good at all. Um, <laughs> Essentially, Sweden had this charter school system called the free school system, um, where you know a private company could set up a school and then they'd be paid by the state to run that school and people could go to the school. All the problems that teachers and education professionals laid out with those schools has now been identified and codified. Um, and the Swedish government is looking at rolling them all back. Um, yeah, and, and this is like really fun to see on the eve of a potential um, National Act NZ First government, because um, I know this is something that ACT has a huge boner for. Um, but I guess like, you know, why? Are private schools and charter schools so bad for education? Um, I guess, like, to, to understand this, we need to go back to the roots of education. So, in ancient times, education consisted of your parents would teach you how to do their craft, basically. Um, most of the time, like, and this is basically where, like, a lot of family lines come from. Like, the Smiths, um, are just, like, in, in one way or another, are descended from blacksmiths of yore. Um, and the way your education worked there was you would grow up around the forge. When you were fucking three years old, Daddy would get you to walk around with nails. When you were four years old, Daddy would fucking you carrying the hammer to him when you were five years old you were fucking starting to forge your first like horseshoes or whatever um and then by the time you're like 14 you're old enough to man the shop or whatever um language education was more or less done how it's done in homes um now with you know people helping baby learn things out, people didn't learn how to fucking read, um, you didn't need to read, reading was for fucking nerds, um, now there were anomalies to this, so generally wealthy people received an education, even since ancient times, that was mostly through tutoring, um, so you would have a tutor who would teach the kids one-on-one. -on -one. This is sort of where education first comes from, and this is where 
the dark side of education comes in and it's it's sort of like historically education has been a means of um, class division there are the educated and the uneducated there are the elite and the non-elite education was a way for the wealthier class the more powerful class um, and when I say wealthy and talking about like ancient and feudal times I'm meaning people who own land more land um, because that was basically the measurement of wealth um, but yeah so like um, ancient times wealth uh, education was a means of division it was it was how you divided between the um, the knowing and the unknowing and it was it, and this is a part of education that's still around today even in the public system where uh, education is used to divide the deserving and the undeserving um, and it's sort of like used as a justification it's sort of like this person has an education or has done well in their education therefore they deserve more than this person who has not um, yeah, but at this point, being educated or not isn't, like, as a, as a class, so for, like, the whole group of wealthy people is important. It is important to maybe not necessarily know how to read, that's still a bit much, but definitely knowing, um, like, knowing your history is a big one. Um, maybe considering philosophy, depending on the time. Um... But also things like statecraft um, and so forth are important. The biggest, like the, the, the most widespread education gets in ancient times is probably in the Roman Empire. Um, we often think of like the Greeks as quite highly educated, but once again that was mostly the upper crust. Um, like obviously Athens often gets mentioned but like that, that that was sort of like a weird microcosm of Athenian um, culture where sort of education was the what was the defining metric so it's sort of like I don't know today if someone wants to show off they'll buy a fancy car or a fancy house you've got like you know these fancy signifiers in ancient Greece you would get a real intense education and subscribe to a real intense philosophical school or you know just invent one of your own as like a status symbol um, but once again those their ideas in education was mostly concentrated in the upper classes the, well, I think the widest franchise was under the Roman Empire and partly driven by their need for more bookkeepers um, and bureaucrats and fucking legal nerds, um, they widened the education system and had, I don't think the first schools, but definitely like the most sustained schools I can think of um, in the ancient period. I'm probably wrong on this, They're, like, it's probably Babylon and I'm just fucking ignorant, but. Rome is the one that I know the most about. Um, and so the Roman system, I think it was, it could have been every citizen in Rome was entitled to like an education as a child, or it could have been every 
like landowning citizen in Rome, which makes more sense, but I'm not sure how widespread it was, but basically um, kids would follow this like pretty strict fucking curriculum where it was like you would learn how to write all the letters down. Um, you would learn like basic words and stuff, but basically like the curriculum all the way till your final years was basically just like learning everything off by heart. It wasn't learning how to do things, it was learning what things were. Um, which did lead to some non-creativity, but I guess it kind of worked for a lot of the bureaucrats who were just sort of expected to know numbers and shit. Um, the, f the final year, you if, if you like had an extended education, um, you would do grammar, and we still have like we still have a, a through line of this in modern education with like grammar schools. Um, you would do grammar, and that was basically just like you would read. I think there were like three books, um, and you would read them and learn to recite passages of the books, and that was supposed to teach you how to like um, write good. <laughs> um, but the fun one was um, rhetoric, which was basically you just have mad debates, but you would like base those debates on like traditional, I think, fucking Greek arguments. Um, so that was like education for a bit, and then Roman Empire fall over, education shifts to a religious setting, and this is where like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm talking exclusively about Western education here, um, and this time it's really interesting because Middle Ages, like nobles still got tutoring, but they didn't really get like an education in the way the Romans would have gotten education. Um, that shifted to the church, um, and you know, we have this through line with like church schools, um, but essentially once again you have this education as a means of class division, what divided the priests from the peasants, it was the ability to read and write. Um, you get this really curious period during the Middle Ages where the town friar is basically like a wise man for the village. Um, it's often not framed like that in like pop culture or I guess like pop history rememberings of feudal Europe. But friars were basically like counselors, but also they would give you advice on like crops and shit. They would give you advice on animal husbandry because they would like like they would they would basically learn all the basics, learn kind of how to read, um, and then they might have like an almanac um, that they could refer to for like information. Um, obviously, larger villages like they might have a, a library or a scriptorium and have like a little bit more information they have access to. Um, but it was this kind of like this melding of their role as like a religious officiary, but also they, they really had a more important role um, for consultation by the village. So it was like the role of the friars and then like all the priests and shit had their own things. Um, now, fucking peasants and shit didn't go to school. Um, merchants would have tutors, um, nobles would have tutors. Uh, for their kids. Then we get to like the explosion of cities. 
um, in like the 1400s, 1500s, and this is when universities start to get set up. Basically, like nobles and uh, fucking not priests, nobles and merchants had started to grow and grow and grow and their, their educational needs and their desire for like higher learning was outstripped by the ability of like individual tutors to cater for. So now you end up with like concentrations of these tutors, the first universities in the west, um, where you basically have a whole bunch of nerds in one place who will teach nerds higher learning. Um, these things explode in the 14th or 15th centuries. We get things like the printing press. Now, the technology for the printing press had actually existed for quite some time. It, it often gets touted as like, oh, people didn't read before the printing press. Printing press invented people read, which is a very like supply side um, view of history. It's more, there was never before such a demand books that a printing press was necessary like even in the Roman Empire they didn't need um, they didn't need to print that much and they also didn't have to be fair they didn't have as easily accessible bits of paper that was one of the developments but regardless um, there's this huge expansion in reading and it's around this time that we start to see a, a move towards a more widespread level of education. I think the Jesuits are important here for spreading education around this time. Um, I, I honestly can't remember at what point like the idea of a public school or like education for all comes through. I think the socialists were pretty important in pushing it. I know it was part of the socialist program. Um, a lot of things that we consider <laughs> Um, sort of like normal or like basically right today are like early communist maxims so like you know eight hours a day work eight hours a day sleep eight hours a day recreation um, that is a socialist development um, and the idea of public schools was another one um, pretty sure like I think there were people who pushed for them but socialists were the ones who actually um, fucking seal the deal. So, yeah, and be because the socialists in the 1800s realized that, oh, hey, um, education's pretty important, um, and the, the wealthy and the nobles have been using it to, like, divide rich from poor. If everyone gets an education, then everyone has opportunities. We can start working towards a society based on merit not on um you know your state of birth now the parasite that has lingered in education is this idea of private education so now that we've reached a stage to move away from the history stuff now that we've reached a stage where the expectation is that everyone gets an education which I guess we think of as like pretty normal now historically speaking this is a very small part of human history that this has been considered normal um, 
now that everyone gets an education, how do you, you know, how do you tell who's better than the others? How do you tell who's good and who's, who's like, who's, who deserves to um, never succeed in life? Um, and that's where private schools come in. Um, essentially, private schools act as a mixing ground where you can put all the elites of the next generation um, they can all hobnob, meet each other, um, this ends up in like internship opportunities, this ends up in, you know, forming friendships and stuff that last lifetimes, as happens at high schools. And you essentially have these kids who finish high school at 18 years old, um, who are already in a position far better than someone who went to a public school. Um... Now, not everyone who goes to a private school benefits from um, this situation, but it's sort of like a, a systemic thing. It's like on, on balance, it's, it's very advantageous. Um, and then the further filter is university. Because not everyone's expected to go to university. Not everyone's even expected to go to um, like tertiary education, but it's sort of like an extra thing especially nowadays where you basically have to be independently wealthy to comfortably go to university you can still make it if you're not individually wealthy and willing to work hard but most of the time people require quite a bit of parental support like um a lot of kids in poorer schools if their schools aren't in a university town they're just not going to go because there's no sort of way for them to be able to afford the fees without extremely like generous scholarships um so yeah so like we've got all that um so private schools are essentially acting as this like filter and then there's university which is another filter on top of that where charter schools come in is one of the big problems governments have dealing with education is education has a nice strong union um, this is because unions are basically good um, and uh, you know if you're educated you realize that so uh, obviously obviously people who are like concerned with education realize that make unions um, it's a way for the workers to use their power to exercise against fucking the people who run the show um now the problem with well no no the good thing about education unions it's kind of a problem because it means that they can't bargain as hard as they can but the problem is they they actually care about what um like students are learning and how good the students educations are so they don't always bargain for the members they'll like bargain for the sector which honestly, um, like we've seen the department, is it department, no Ministry of Education in New Zealand abuse, because they'll like roll things in that they really should be doing anyway, but they'll deliberately not do things, knowing full well that teachers are going to like use it as part of their contract negotiations. Um, it's really cynical. Um, how the, the government interacts with teachers. But I guess, like, you know, they're getting repaid by there being no teachers left. 
so you know I guess that's fair um, yeah so we've got this situation um, where you have um, teachers unions who are kind of a bit annoying because they want everyone to have an equal education and when when a teachers union is satisfied when a teachers union has sort of reached adequate um, income for its members they start to move on to other things like um, equal outcomes for students so we, we saw this in New Zealand with the teachers union pushing against tomorrow's schools um, which I won't get into that now but once again this was an attempt well not an attempt it was wildly successful um, it was a wildly successful move to stratify education to separate good outcomes from bad outcomes um, good outcomes from bad outcomes to, to like you know separate those who are destined to succeed from those who aren't um, so yeah so what a charter school is in essence is a targeted weapon at teacher unions it's 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 a way to break apart teacher unions what you do is you make charter schools legal um, and then you give them the ability to hire people who aren't actually teachers um, this weakens the union because now there are there are education options that aren't unionized um, this puts more pressure on the union um, especially if they start striking and shit um, and it sort of weakens their bargaining power um, so that's like one reason like one small reason the charter schools are bad there's a whole bunch of other reasons which I kind of talked about oh my fucking god um, sorry just people being like fundamentally unable to park it's really distressing yeah um i guess that's all for the rant today it doesn't really make much sense but i guess it makes some sense so enjoy <laughs>